At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to be here with you once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. We're officially in the offseason, and thus it is time to start going through our player profile interviews. Today, we're going to lead things off with one of the best players from this most recent season and the team's leading scorer from the 21-22 campaign, Miles Bridges. To help me talk about Miles, we have Sam Purley of Hornets.com and coming up in a little bit, we'll hear from Miles himself. But first, we welcome Sam Purley back here to the HHC. Sam, thanks for joining us. Thank you, as always, for having me. Happy to be here. Let's talk Miles Bridges. Miles had an exceptional season, one of growth. We kind of saw some breadcrumbs of what could be possible this season at the tail end of last year, the 2020-2021 season where Miles was thrust into the starting lineup due to the injury to Gordon Hayward and really was one of the top performers for the squad in the final month, albeit one that was very difficult to pick up wins this season, the winningest season in his tenure, and he has his best season. Your thoughts on Miles Bridges? I thought he was tremendous this year. I think you had an idea of what kind of player he could be, and you said, like you mentioned, you saw that that last five or six weeks when Gordon Hayward is out there. and It's one thing to kind of do it at the end of a season, and especially kind of a weirder one like the 2020-21 was, but to be able to not only do that for a full a full season, but to go you know exceed that, I thought was really really great. I mean, this is exactly what the Hornets envision in terms of best case scenario, the player development program. I mean, Miles just took a huge step forward last year, and then he took another huge step forward this year. Like we said, he career highs across the board, over twenty points, seven rebounds, almost four assists. I thought his playmaking took a major major step this year. He was bringing the ball up court, leading the offense at the top of the key, things like that. Close to a steal and a block a game. Shot close to fifty percent. His finishing was great. His leadership was great. I mean, I don't think you could have asked for a better fourth season for Miles Bridges. I think it's I think you hope it goes one way and then I think as James Borrego said recently, I don't think they could have necessarily envisioned it going this well. So nothing but tremendous praise for the the work that Miles Bridges has done this season. It's part of the puzzle that it's so hard to piece together because when you when you see preseason predictions or end of season reviews and, and starting to look ahead to the future, you never can count on a player to make the kind of jump that Miles Bridges did. You can think it might happen or have a chance to. It's hard to, to account for that in future projections. Now we will be accounting for Miles Bridges. Bridges. Of course, there is a contract situation that needs to be sorted out. We'll talk about that later on here in the podcast. But sticking to this past season, there were so many memorable moments. He had, of course, the career high at the Garden at the New York Knicks with 38. The uh, dunk for dunk, anything you can do, I can do better sequence against Obi Toppin at home against the Knicks. So many lobs that he caught from LaMelo Ball. What was your play, your moment, your game of the year 
for Miles Bridges. Yeah, I think the two you mentioned, obviously the Martin Luther King Day game and Madison Square Garden, just because that's always such a big stage for for players. And and I remember being an afternoon game too, which I thought was really cool. I and mean, just watching that during the day and just seeing the explosion he had. And another one too, coincidentally, also at New York a couple weeks ago, where I think he had like scored 14. It was kind of a back and forth game, maybe in the fourth quarter, and he ripped off like 14 straight points and kind of put things away. And you know he had you know spinning threes and, and dunks and cutting to the rim and just it was the total package in that fourth quarter in that win over the Knicks. I want to say maybe in late March, early April. So those are kind of the two performances that really stood out to me. But he had a number this year that in total had nine 30-point games. And I think coming into the season, he only had like three or four in his career. So obviously, it was capable of going off any night. And that's what made him so fun to watch throughout the season. Wraps up his fourth NBA season. 80 starts in 80 games, 20.2 points per game, 7 rebounds per game, 3.8 assists per game, all of those easily career highs. And it seems like there's a lot more room still for growth because until he kind of got into a nice little flurry there the last couple of weeks of the season, his three-point numbers had been down, got him up to a little bit closer to his career average. But if he can even that out a little bit more, probably another maybe point per game on average over the season there. And free throw shoot. He also had less than his best for a full 82-game season. So there's certainly opportunities for him to go even higher in the seasons to come. And hopefully they'll be here with the Hornets. We'll talk about that in a moment. Coming up next, though, we're going to hear from the man himself. Miles Bridges sits down with me here on the Hornets Hivecast after this quick break. Cataracts made it hard to see clearly. Even movies were blurry. So I went to Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. Now movies are as clear and sharp as they once were. The doctors at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offer cataract surgery using the newest technology and lenses with short recovery times. See like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Let's welcome Miles Bridges back here to the Hornets Hivecast. Miles, thanks so much for the time. Glad to be here. Miles, it was an exciting season, lots of highs and lows. How would you personally describe the 2021-2022 campaign? I mean, you know, us not making the playoffs was definitely something big for me, but you know, I, we we improved. We improved this year. I saw a lot of improvement. You know, we had a different sense of urgency at the end of the season to get to where we are right now. You know, I couldn't ask for much more, but for us to get better, and that's what we did. Collectively, what's the best way to look at this season? One where you still finished 10th, which was not the goal, or one where you jumped 10 wins and had the first winning season in Charlotte in your time here? Yeah, I mean, we got 43 wins. You know, you can't take that away from us. When I was when I first got here, we were winning 20 games, 30 games. Um, so for us to to get into that 40 column and know that we're just getting better is is definitely giving us more confidence for next year. But yeah, we're we're, we're looking to make a jump for sure. You personally had a huge jump. You went from a 12 to 13 point per game guy to a 20 point per game guy. Eastern Conference Player of the Week at one point, serious contender for most improved. How do you feel about the growth you showed this season? Uh, I mean, I feel I feel good about it. You know, my teammates, like I said before, my teammates and my and my coaches, they have full trust in me, and I was able to help us win win some games this year. Um, and that definitely gives me a lot of confidence that my work is is paying off and. It just makes me want to go harder so we can get to that next step. Where do you see that next level of growth for you? Is there an aspect of your game that you want to be stronger, or where do you see the, the room for growth? Uh, just turn it into a three-level score. You know, right now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at a two-level. I'm getting to the rim in threes, but I want to turn into a three-level score. Uh, my defense could definitely improve every year, so I, I would like to, you know, 
get into the DPOY talks next year. You know, just just those type of stuff, just win, making winning plays for the team and all that. You've obviously, since you've been here and since he's been here, have had a special connection with LaMelo Ball. A lot of the time the focus is on finding an individual star, a couple individual stars, but there are some really famous tandems in NBA history. Do you feel you guys could be a modern-day Stockton and Malone or whatever that pairing might be? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, just the chemistry that me and Melo have has, you know, he's a dynamic player, and, you know, we feed off each other very well, especially on the court, off the court, all that. So, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's it's a special bond, and I feel like if we if we keep this going for years, then we could become one of those special duos. Miles Bridges, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Let's look back at the year. Give me one game that you feel encapsulates this season, the one game where you look back and say that defines – Hornets basketball for your fourth year in the league? Probably the Knicks game. The Knicks game where we were down, with 13, 14, and we came back and won. The crowd was into it. It's crazy, you know, back-to-back windmills, clutch jumpers, all that type of stuff. I mean, that defines us, just us going out and having fun. Walker drives. Walker laying. No. Ball taps the rebound ahead to Oubre. Up to Hayward. One more for Miles. Here's a highlight for you. He'll match Obi Toppin with the windmill. Anything you can do, I can do better. Is there a game that you'll look back to or a moment that either is inspiration, we can be that good again, or motivation, we don't want to have that same result again, that'll push you this offseason? Yeah, I mean, just us winning seven games straight um, and going on five-game winning streaks, seven-game winning streaks, that gives us confidence, you know, but but us losing the playing game like, like we did the year before, that definitely gives us more motivation to, just to get better. Last year, most players said your dunk over Clint Capella was the poster of the season, the signature moment. In your mind, what was the signature moment from this season? For me, probably me windmilling in the half-court set in New York, having the, all those big games against them. And my game-winning shot on, on Golden State because it was against Draymond. So that, that's probably my favorite part. And he'll bounce it to Bridges. Bridges cuts into the honeycomb. Up with a right hand. Floats it in. Miles Bridges. Not dilly-dallying around, right to the rim. And it's a two-point Hornets lead. That was a big one. (laughs) Outside of yourself, is there a signature moment for the team or or one of your teammates that stands out to you? Yeah, it's a lot. You know, all those times Terry Rozier had those clutch games hitting back-to-back-to-back threes. Melo making big plays for us throughout the whole year, having big games in, in clutch situations. Yeah, and, you know, IT coming in, getting to learn from him. That definitely is like a bunch of signature moments for for us. So I'm happy that my teammates, you know, got better this year. The future, there's always uncertainty, and, and all these decisions are way above my pay grade. So I don't want to make any predictions other than to say we love talking to you and and everything. But just in general, as you see the franchise moving forward, there have not been back-to-back winning seasons for the Hornets in 20 years. Do you think that streak ends next year? Yeah, for sure. You know, we've won. 10 plus games every every year for three for the last three years. So I feel like if we win 10, 10 we could win another 10 more plus to get to 53 wins. I don't see why with the team that we have and we're just going to keep getting better, you know. We just got to figure out how to play the right right way, the right type of basketball and we'll be good. It would be close this year. I think 53 wins would be about first in the East. I know it's not 10th, mm-hmm. which is what yeah. we want to avoid. Yeah. So for sure. Miles, we really appreciate all your time today all season long thanks so much best luck in the offseason yeah thank you hornets fans it's time to get some new gear the best selection of new and classic hornets apparel is at the hornets fan shop now with new extended hours stop by spectrum center wednesday through saturday from 11 a.m to 5 p.m to pick up the latest in jerseys jordans and more 
or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Sam Farber and Sam Purley, a two Sam's edition of the HHC here with you. The Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Good to talk to Miles. Good to hear from him. Obviously, you know, he's such a joyful personality and he certainly seems optimistic for the future, but there's no doubt about it. The way the season ended, it's hanging with him. It's going to linger with him and this team for a while. Probably a good thing, Sam Purley, because last season, the way it ended, against Indiana, even though maybe a a little bit more foreseeable given the way the regular season ended and all the injuries they were facing. It did, though, spark them to a 10-win improvement. You can only hope that the same thing will happen for this upcoming season, and you hope that it'll include Miles Bridges in that future. Yeah, as we talked about recently, I don't think you can necessarily chalk it up as, oh, the, the playing the 9-10 playing games. It's a trend. I think it's it's different teams. And maybe you go back to the Indiana loss and you look at where the season was kind of spiraling away towards the end and how, how different the season was and the injuries. I mean, Lamella wasn't really healthy there. You also didn't have Gordon Hayward. Guys were kind of on fumes at that point. I think you would just come off a back-to-back as well as they're playing their fourth, third game in four days at the time. And I think you go into this Atlanta game, and obviously the expectations were a lot higher, and uh, it just didn't work out. And I think it's a good reminder that while so much progress has been made, there still is a lot of work to be done. And I think kind of across the board, I think the consensus is defensively. The team has to take a big step there. The offense went from, I think, 22nd or 23rd to 8th. It's the defensive end that really needs to kind of balance out a little bit more. So as painful as it was, and I know how much it, it eats at Miles, who's really emerged as a leader on this team and how badly they wanted to win that game in Atlanta and then go win again and get to the, get to the playoffs, I think that you can use this constructively as a source of motivation. I know it's kind of tough to hear that because we said that about the Indiana game last year, but you know if you take it the right way and you take it the right approach and recognize kind of the shortcomings in that game were not necessarily confined to just that game. Some of them were season-long issues that kind of got masked a little bit, then I have no doubt that he and the rest of this team can take another step forward next season. In terms of what that future holds, we are not here to give out contracts or anything like that. We're just going to give you the facts as they sit right now heading into this offseason. Miles Bridges is under team control to a certain extent, but this is a free agency period for him. So, Sam, as it sits right now, what is the status of Miles Bridges? What are your expectations in terms of the want from both sides to have the future continue here in Charlotte for Miles Bridges? I would assume both sides. I mean, they've spoke glowingly about the other. I think Miles obviously loves it here. He mentioned his family loves it here. This is where he started his NBA career. He came in at the same time as, as James Borrego in 2018, and it's still crazy to think. I remember back on media day, he's like, he's been here now the longest tenured guy on the team, and at the time, he's only been here for three years, and it's just kind of crazy. It was after Devontae left that, you know, there's been that much turnover, and he's, I think he really wants to see where this team can go, and I think he wants to be a major part of it, and obviously the team has spoke, and the organization has spoken tremendously glowingly about progress he's made on the court, off the court, as a father, as a as a, a man, really, you know, kind of entered, he said he entered as a 20-year-old boy from Michigan State, and I'm, I'm a 24-year-old man now, so, and like we touched on, I mean, the, the growth and improvements he's made everywhere, just off the court, on the court, has been sensational, and, and I think 
you know, obviously I think the two sides definitely want to continue this relationship moving forward based on everything we heard during exit interviews. Assuming he does, and uh, we, we're rooting for him as a person, and, and obviously it'd be a great connection here in Charlotte to continue this journey and continue that quest to make it into the playoffs. Assuming he does, that link with LaMelo Ball would get to continue, and that's been a really special one. Oftentimes when you look at lottery picks, when you look at teams drafting in the lottery, they're searching for their Michael Jordan, their LeBron James, their superstar that will lead the organization. But the more I've thought about it, the more I think there's an opportunity here for Miles and LaMelo to form one of these special tandems where, uh, you know, depending on the, the season or the day, one might be a, a little bit ahead of the other. But for the most part, they're stronger together than they ever could be apart. That type of teamwork. And I'm thinking Stockton and Malone. I'm thinking of those two, what they did with the Utah Jazz, a fantastic pass first point guard and one of the elite scorers in the history of the game and what they were able to accomplish during their heyday. Stockton was an all-star from 88-89 all the way through 97, so about a decade. Carl Malone about the same. And you look at what that organization accomplished in that time. They were consistently 50, 55, 60 win squads going to conference finals, going to NBA finals. You could only hope that that's the kind of partnership in the future here for the Hornets. Yeah, I think they complement each other really well. I mean, you start looking just strictly on the court. I mean, how exciting they are to watch and how well the offense moves and how fast it is and you got the you know they're both turned into really really good playmakers whether it's shooters whether it's distributing whether it's getting to the basket I think they complement each other really really well um, their positional mismatches for other teams you have a six eight point guard I think Miles has really found his his niche is that small ball power forward and I think that presents a lot of problems to other teams too trying to match up with him and the way he can kind of put pressure on the rim too I think it's certainly feasible and you know those two have really I think if you look at the way the the Hornets core is right now and those two guys are obviously kind of front and center right now in terms of age and experience and the way they kind of complement each other. So I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities that not only could you see them partnering and hopefully for years to come that they're going to be in the conversation to be in all-star games. Obviously, LaMelo was in it this year and Miles was right there at the door. And I think it certainly has the possibility of, of being in that all-star conversation for years to come and obviously, obviously getting to the game as well. So I think it'd be a tremendous tandem for the Hornets to continue building around for years to come. And compared to the rest of the league, it's part of why the Hornets were such an entertaining team, so high in assists is that they share the ball so well, but not just between those two, but across the entire lineup. But if those two ended up blossoming into that type of partnership, that type of tandem, it'd be something unique in the NBA. There's other big twos, big threes out there, but most of them feel like it's a your turn, then my turn, then your turn, then my turn type of offense where, you know, for example, the Lakers, and if everyone's healthy, it's first LeBron goes, then AD goes, then maybe Westbrook goes. So that that type of partnership is what you see from a lot of other tandems, more so than running an offense where everyone is an option at all times and just LaMelo and Miles might be two of the leading ones. Yeah, I think it's that's a really good point. And that's not to say that that plan doesn't work for those teams or there's something wrong with the pecking order. It's just kind of, I think the Bucks is another one. It's kind of a Giannis, Middleton, Drew Holiday seems to be their pecking order. And obviously that's worked out very well considering they won the championship last year. But yeah, I think it's they have a lot of kind of overlapping skills too. And when you combine other guys like Terry Rogier and, and PJ and guys like that, that kind of can do a lot of different things. That, but those two in particular for, for Miles and LaMelo, I mean, they can handle the ball, they can initiate the offense, they can get to the rim. If there's nothing there at the rim, they can kick out, kick it out back around to them. And they've really improved as shooters, too. I know we touched on Miles probably didn't have the year from three-point range that he necessarily wanted to. I think he was up near 40% last year. 
I think this year he finished at 33, but over the past 15 games or final 15 games, he's at 44%. So certainly started to kind of come around. And uh, that's kind of a testament to three-point shot really struggle, but he also increased his scoring average by seven so or seven points. went from 13 to 20. So did a really, really nice job of finishing. So I love the skill sets that LaMelo and Miles bring to this team. I think it's it's certainly entertaining to watch. It makes our jobs a lot of fun because we get to see kind of how fast they're moving and, and the entertainment value. So I can't wait to see what's more. I think they're only going to take a step forward year after year. And as we've said numerous times, Miles just turned 24 years old. Melo just turned 20 and there's no reason to believe they're not going to keep developing in this Hornets organization. Definitely a great person and great player and uh, also a great person to work with in our capacity. He was the first ever Rick Bunnell Award winner for his work with the media, not just with us here on the broadcast or the Hornets.com side, but also with the larger media here in Charlotte and it's very well deserved. So Miles Bridges' outstanding season. Of course, if there is any breaking news when it comes to Miles, we'll have to have you back for an emergency pod but we're looking forward to what the future holds for him and hopefully him long 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 term with the hornets because it's been a very exciting partnership so far later on this week we'll have another edition of our player profiles we're going through everyone from the superstars all the way through the two-way players and the rookies we will give you conversation with each and every player as well as our thoughts on the season that was and what could be in the future for them obviously with miles bridges it is extremely bright and sam Perley, we look forward to chaining you to the desk here and having you back for many of these podcasts. Yes, absolutely. And I'll echo what you said about Miles. He was awesome to work with this year. Super transparent, nice, friendly, energetic. I mean, the strides he's made in, in that capacity, it's a big part of being a leader on this team was shouldn't be something that's overlooked. And like I said, or like you said, the, the Rick Bunnell Award that he was awarded earlier a couple weeks ago was certainly, certainly well-deserved. He had a great season all around, and the uh, sky is definitely the limit for Sky Miles. Miles Bridges, our player profile for today. Again, later on this week, we'll have another player profile for you right here on the Hornets Hotcast. Till then, for my guest Sam Purley of Hornets.com and our producer Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along, and we'll talk to you next time right here here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.